We are starting from verse 5 in chapter 2 on page 1,179. In your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus, who, being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant being made in human likeness. And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. Therefore God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue can acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. This is the word of the Lord. A very warm welcome to St. John's. My name is Aaron, and I'm uh, the assistant minister here. Uh, if, if this is your first time here, a uh, very warm welcome. Uh, I wonder if you all have been following uh, the coronation ceremony yesterday. Uh, it was certainly an exciting time for me. For, I, I grew up in New Zealand, and I, I never thought I would be keen on any of the, the royal family and, and all the stories that's been happening. But then I was very encouraged yesterday. I was so excited just sitting in front of the TV uh, watching the whole thing. And I'm, I'm, uh, I'm definitely grateful also for the extra bank holiday that we get tomorrow. Uh, but then I was told by someone from this church, I think, that this is only a, a one-off event. So this is not going to be repeated next year. So I'm, I'm as disappointed as I'm grateful, I suppose. Uh, one of the fun things uh, from yesterday was um, seeing the crowd and seeing how far we've come comparing to Queen Elizabeth's coronation day 70 years ago. Uh, instead of holding umbrellas, you have people wearing disposable plastics uh, raincoat. <laughs> and then I found some old photos and for a quick second I thought, no way, selfie sticks back in the days. <laughs> and, and then I realized, oh wait a minute, that's uh, periscopes. So it's like, like submarines, you stick that scope above the sea of, of, of water of sea of people to see. Um, so instead of that, we have uh, countless of mobile phones trying to snap and take, capture the moment for, for your, yourself. And maybe you see the old real selfie sticks sticking above everyone else as well. What a day. Uh, according to royal historian Alice Hunt, the coronation service is actually, actually not essential. And no other monarchy across the globe has an event in the same style. So this, this is very unique to us. But it was done as a means to legitimize the monarch in a public way. 
the coronation ceremony is a kind of religious moment of transformation, says um, Alice. And even though King Charles is the monarch from the moment his predecessor, his, his predecessor the queen, uh, had, has died, uh, the coronation ceremony serves to artic articulate that the ruler of this country somehow changes during that ceremony. Uh, what kind of king would you want to see King Charles become? What would be your ideal kind of king? I mean, what kind of king would you consider a good king? I'm looking at you now. I, I was actually planning on uh, putting you on spot, asking you to turn to the person next to you and just shout out uh, the first thought that comes to your head. But I thought maybe that's a bit too awkward for, for you, so I'm not going to do that. But, but seriously, uh, if you think about it, what was the first word that came to your head when you, when you thought about what would a good king look like? Um, to be a good king, you can't just be powerful and with all the military might, uh, bullying those who are weaker around just to extend your territory. Uh, you might be great, but you'll be labeled as a, a war criminal uh, or, or a tyrant, a ruthless tyrant by, by the history. But to be a good king, Equally, you can't just be a nice person uh, because when, when the enemies attack, being kind and polite won't necessarily, won't, won't necessarily protect you from the attacks of the enemies. Uh, yesterday, watching the coronation, I was, I was especially intrigued by all the little details around the whole ceremony. All the things that's been said by different people, and uh, in particular, the wordings of the different oaths King Charles had to swear before he got uh, crowned by, by the Archbishop Justin Welby. And so at the start of the ceremony, if you remembered, uh, when King Charles walked in and he was greeted by the chorus boy, and then he said, in response to that greeting, he said, in his name and after his example, I come not to be served but to serve. Then after the Bible was presented with what David showed us, uh, the king, with his hands placed on the Bible, recognizing that this is the words and the laws of God, then the archbishop asked him if he would, to the utmost of his power, to maintain the laws of God and the true profession of the gospel. To which the king responded, All this I promise to do. The things which I have here before promised, I will perform and keep. So help me, God. And what makes our monarch, the monarch of United, United Kingdom, so, so unique and special is precisely that. Even King Charles himself, who's the head of the state, recognizes that there's another king who's above him. And I think, given that you are already sitting here in, in a church, it probably doesn't su surprise you that Christians would say, Jesus is that king. Jesus is the king who, whom Charles swore his allegiance to. 
and, and the king, and the, thing, the, th the things King Charles swore he would do, the laws he pledged to uphold actually reflect what kind of king, uh, what kind of person Jesus was. So should, should you wish, wish to swear your allegiance to, to any king, I think we should know what kind of king that person is before, before we swear our lives away, right? So therefore, um, please allow me to briefly introduce to you Jesus, uh, the king who King Charles pledged his allegiance to. Uh, Jesus is, first of all, the God who is powerful and sovereign above all. Yesterday at the ceremony, if you watched it again, you would remember that the Prime Minister Rishi Sunak, uh, he read from Colossians chapter 1, uh, that in Jesus all things were created, things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or, or authorities, all things have been created through him and for him. As the creator God who made the heavens and the earth, he was willing to do whatever it takes to love his subjects, uh, be they loyal or not. You see, he is not abusive of his great power. He doesn't use his power to his own advantage. He, he, he's, he's slow to anger, but quick to forgive. He doesn't just zap his enemies uh, from above, you know, like turn or burn. He's not that kind of God. But instead, he teaches his followers to love their enemies. He doesn't withhold his blessings to all humankind. But instead, he causes the sun to shine. He causes the sun to rise on everyone, both the evil and the good. And he sends rain to both the righteous and un unrighteous. To show us how much he loved us, he willingly set aside his divine nature, made himself nothing by taking the very nature of human being, the nature of a servant. He came not to be served, but to serve. Uh, whether you realized or not, our, our value, uh, the British values is actually based on Jesus' example. We, we grow up in this environment, so we don't usually notice any of that until we travel to, to other countries or, or following all that's been happening around the world. If you turn on TV and watch the news, you notice how, how different we are here in this country. The fact we care so much about freedom and justice and equality in this country uh, the fact we fight for the dignity and all the rights of each individual and how everyone's lives matter, all that came from Jesus' example of humbling himself. As the king above all, he obviously deserves all the honor and respect and obedience. Yet he taught his disciples to lead by serving. He washed their feet just to show them how, how they should serve each other. And he taught his disciples to love one another as he loved them. Not only did Jesus humble himself to become 
like one of us, but he also gave his life on the cross. Why would he do that? Well, as a, as a good king, as the righteous God, he must deal with all the unrighteousness to keep his kingdom for all, from, from all evils. The problem is, all of us have sinned. Each of us has broken his laws. We say to him, shove off God, I am in charge. No to your ways. That's a simple definition for what sin is. Because of that, all of us have fallen short of the glory of God, and the consequences of sin is death, which is eternal separation from God, because the perfect and the imperfect are not compatible. But as a good king, he served his subjects with his own life. To anyone who would accept him, he offered his own life to take on the punishment for our sins. So that by believing in him, all our sins are put to death through Jesus dying on the cross. But he rose from the grave to show us that he has authority even over death. And therefore, whoever believes in him, he rescues them from the dominion of darkness and brings them into his kingdom. He gives them eternal life to be with, with him forever. At the end of the day, when he returns, the Bible says that at the name of Jesus, every knee will bow and every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord. So the question for us then is, in what manner will we be acknowledging him as Lord? And in what manner will we bow? As his friend whom he saved? Or as those who chose to reject him and ultimately those whom he will judge as his enemies. Uh, the late Queen Elizabeth had publicly acknowledged that Jesus is her king. She said, for me, the teachings of Christ and my own personal accountability before God provided a framework in which I try to lead my life. And then she was given a beautiful nickname. People call her the Servant Queen. My prayer for King Charles is that he would follow his mother's footsteps, hold true to the oath, to the oaths he swore, and to serve and to love after Jesus' example in his own words. He said that. And my prayer for each of us here is that we would all come to know this servant king, Jesus, personally. To become those who are rescued by him. As Rishi Sunak read yesterday, um, we would be, be qualified to share in the inheritance of his holy people in the kingdom of light. If you'd be interested to find out more, please do ask any of the staff team or chat with uh, your Christian friends or shoot us an email, we'd be really happy to chat with you more. Uh, let me say a quick prayer to end. Our Heavenly Father, who's full of compassion and mercy, you've sent your Son Jesus to the world, not to be served, but to serve, 
help us to choose life by acknowledging that he is Lord and be called your children through him. We pray for our King Charles. Give him grace that he would daily come to you to seek your help so that he would be a good king who reflects your son, Jesus. May your truth and your wisdom guide him and grant that he may be a blessing to all your children. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, we pray. Amen.